Welcome to season three of the Dr. B Show, sponsored by 111 Spa and Aesthetics, Get More Clicks Media, and Transforming Your Way to Success online course, powered by Borja Consulting Group. In this episode of the Dr. B Show, I I have the privilege of interviewing Dr. Ivan Diaz Clace, who is the founder of Hispa, which I am proud to be a role model. It's an awesome episode and I hope you you love it, whether you like math or not. Wink, wink. So hope you enjoy. Hi, Dr. B here. Are you struggling to get rid of stubborn fat, but don't want to have plastic surgery? 111 Spa and Aesthetics non-invasive slimming massage can help you get the body you always wanted. 111 Spa and Aesthetics can also help you when it comes to cellulite treatments and body contouring massage. 111 Spa and Aesthetics offers a full range of skincare services, including facials, acne, scar treatments, skin tightening, microdermaspiration, and more. 111 Spa and Aesthetics are trained professionals with extensive skincare experience and utilize only the best equipment possible. For more information, please visit their website at www.111aesthetics.com. That's one O N E eleven. L-E-V-E-N Spa Aesthetics.com located at 10 East Munaki Road in Hackensack, New Jersey 07601 and to make an appointment don't miss out 201-520-1777 201-520-1777 Spa and Aesthetics Hi, everyone. Welcome to another another edition of the Dr. B Show. I'm your host, Dr. B. I'm here with the great Dr. Yvonne Diaz-Klaus. Klaus, how are you, doctor? Doing great. Thank you so much for having me and excited to share a little bit of my story. Yes, absolutely. Which is, let's jump right into it. So tell everyone about yourself. Well, I'm Dr. Yvonne Diaz-Klaus. I actually grew up in Puerto Rico and had a big dream of becoming a mathematician. And to achieve that dream, you know, I needed to have role models in my life that could validate that dream. I had the great, the great honor to have a professor at La Universidad de Puerto Rico who was uh, a mathematician and he was from Puerto Rico. He validated my dream and I came to the United States and had an amazing journey through academia uh, to achieve that dream uh, and become a mathematician. That's amazing, amazing, amazing. So uh, we're gonna jump around your story a little bit back and forth. So how I, I, you know you're the founder of Hispa, but how did that come all about all some odd years ago? Oh, uh, absolutely. So Hispa stands for Hispanics Inspiring Students Performance and Achievement, and truly it was through my work at AT and T. I worked for AT and T for ten years doing data analytics, and being involved with employee resource groups. And that gave me the opportunity to really do something else that wasn't looking at numbers and patterns and data, right? I was able to plan events. I was able to have conversations about what can we do to bring more Latino talent to the company. I was involved on professional development training for ourselves, the employees. How could we help each other if I was really good at some technical aspect of the company, how could I teach others in these groups about the company and so forth. And I was so involved in these groups that I became the national president 
of the Hispanic Employee Resource Group of AT&T. At that point, you know, as in that position, I was able to travel, to visit, to represent the company in different, in different venues. And there was one time uh, where I was invited to speak and share my story at a school in Newark. And I have shared this with many people that that day changed my life because I literally walked into a, an auditorium filled with Latino students and I told my story. And the next thing that happened is that the students wanted my autograph. They were so inspired and so committed to doing things differently. Um, I had one student in particular that said, because of you, I will pursue higher education. And that changed my life. I had right away a vision that we could mobilize, train, support, recruit Latino professionals and make sure that our stories are in the classrooms to inspire the youth. And the rest is history. We started with one role model, and now we have over 3,000 individuals that are truly committed to this mission. That's amazing. About 3,000 at this point? I remember it was a few hundred. and It's grown so much, right, mm -hmm. since then. How has your role at AT&T as an analyst kind of helped you, or, or just in general, like all your, your positions, uh, how has that helped you as a, a running a business, running a nonprofit today? Listen, when you study mathematics, I always say you can take any job. Yeah. Um, and I always say that, you know, we, when you have an analytical mind, right, you are the problem solver. And we have to think that those are the critical thinking skills. Those are the skills for the future um, that we don't know what the jobs of the future really are. But if we do focus on educating students and, and giving them the opportun opportunity to really look at problems and look for solutions and be creative. So I feel that in my job at AT&T, like from the beginning, you know, I had the opportunity to be creative. Uh, we were looking at a lot of data and back in the day, you know, we didn't have a lot of visualization tools. And I remember just saying, oh, you know, I want to do a web, a website where people can just say, this is the data that I want to look and graphs and and data specific to those requests will come. It was just a database. It's something so basic looking in retrospective, but back in the day, it was quite innovative. And that really um, built my self-confidence in a way. You know, when you are young in your career, you are sometimes scared to propose uh, ideas in your corporation. And the beauty of being brave and stepping into that opportunity and embracing it is that when, when it goes well, your confidence, you know, you get validated and, and you're, 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 you're ready for the next step and it builds on that. So I always recommend, you know, like we need to be brave, take those first steps, but then after that, when those steps are taken, you're, you're building your path forward. Um, but sometimes that first step is hard. And that's why I believe so much on the business resource group, because we provide networks of support for each other. We want each one of us to succeed in the corporation. So I always recommend that uh, as a step to start building your self-confidence in your career. And then the rest is history, right? Because yeah. you are now able to say, oh, I see another problem. Uh, I see a problem in the corporations. But then for me, it was like, now I see a problem in society. You know, we have to make sure 
not having access to a role model is a, is a roadblock for our youth. That should not be the case. So let's eradicate that problem. It's just looking at it and then finding how do we optimize the solution for that. We are optimizing the time of the individuals that are volunteering and we're optimizing the times of the schools and the students. So it becomes a math problem. Speaking of math, problem, uh, amazing, amazing analogy and amazing explanation. So I know you're, you're obviously you have your BS in mathematics from the University of Puerto Rico. Uh, your master's in engineering uh, from Cornell, and then of course four years later got your PhD from Arizona State University, right? So why why the love for math, right? Everyone has a passion for every subject, but why math in your case? Why math? That's such a great question. You know, I have been thinking a lot about that because literally most weeks I'm in front of students uh, sharing my story, and I tell them that it was something that it was kind of a strength of mine. I think that that's another lesson from my life I can share today is that when when I went to school and middle school, high school, you know, I didn't mind doing the math homework. And that was the first sign for me that there was something about math that matched well with me, and my strengths and my interests. But then I encountered a, a book um, that was called Curiosidades Matemáticas. And I remember looking at that book at the story of Fibonacci and the Fibonacci numbers. So for the audience, if you have never seen the Fibonacci series, please take a look. And Fibonacci lived in the 1100s, uh, but he came out or discovered this pattern that describes a perfect spiral. And he had no idea our, our Milky Way, you know, was a spiral. He didn't know hurricanes had the shape of spirals, but yet he encountered that pattern. Um, and that was kind of like, wow, I want to be like Fibonacci. So I think in a way was a little bit of understanding my strength, but also finding a little bit of a role model in a way, you know, it was a story in a book, but that kind of made me think, wow, could I be like that person? Um, and then the third thing that really, really validated that was finding a Puerto Rican mathematician at the college, which really validated to me that it was possible. Love it. What an amazing, uh, see, now I know why you love math so much. <laughs> I appreciate it. Amazing. Amazing. So now I just want to fast forward to today. I want to throw you some stats at you and maybe just want to know your opinion on it. Um, so according to Skyhook Foundation, college STEM majors, and you, and you highlighted this, all right, um, out-earn other college grads, STEM market grew 45% in 2018, 15 out of the 20 fastest growing occupations require significant mathematics or science preparation, right? So peop also people in the, in the STEM fields can expect to earn 26% more than the average person, right, to experience job loss. However, only 92% of boys and 97% of girls uh, I guess the majority lose interest in STEM if not engaging by the fifth grade, according to Kenneth Wesson, education consultant. So just wanted to know your thoughts on that. Absolutely. You yeah. know, our students um, listen to so many messages and it just takes one person to say math is hard for students to be discouraged. I truly believe that we must, must work together as communities to bring the students to the library, to bring students to walk in the hallways of universities, to bring the students to know about what 
even the park systems offer in our communities and expose them at an early age to discover their potential, to be exposed to different things. Today, I mean, we have access, I, I think everyone, to so many movies, uh, so much information in the internet, right at their fingertips. It just takes one person in the community, one teacher, one friend, one neighbor, to say, oh, have you heard about this discovery? Or have you heard how the cell phone started? Or how things are made? I mean, I think that we are truly uh, losing a unique opportunity, even when we buy presents for our young, young ones. You know, today you can buy robotic kits. You can buy, there's so much at our fingertips that we just need to be aware that it starts at an early age. For me, like you heard, my understanding that I had some strength in relation to math happened at an early age. Um, but I needed support from my teachers. My teachers needed to validate that. And my parents needed to agree to let me go for a math degree. That was hard for my family because they didn't understand what are you going to do with a math degree? And, and there's so many misconceptions, right? So the important thing is that a student has a passion and interest, a strength toward a field. You want that to be nourished. It doesn't matter what it is. I mean, I always use the example of, of a young man. I mean, he, he was young, I guess, when he started all of this, who he had a passion for building towers with cards, with playing cards. I have a beautiful, there's a beautiful video about his story. Um, and he was so passionate about that. And he has built his whole career around that. He uses like hundreds of thousands of cards to make buildings, beautiful like structures, just with playing cards. Um, but he went for education to, to support that dream. So he has, uh, you know, like a master's degree on architectural design. So he did the things around that. But if you think about it, if we could nourish students when they find something they like and we can nourish them and show them the pathways forward, we really will increase that pipeline that we need for the future of this country. No, great, great analogy and great, great, uh, great insight, right? Do you want to promote your product or services to your target audience, but don't know how? Do you struggle with social media marketing and management? Do you have challenges with lead generation for your business online? Well, look no further. Get More Clicks Media helps with SMS, MMS, and email marketing. Also, social media marketing and management, video marketing, lead generation, brand recognition, SEO, e-commerce, and website development. For more information, please visit getmoreclicksmedia.com. That's getmoreclicksmedia.com. I have a six-year-old and I'm always, every, every night we do math, right? And even if it's simple as counting apples, counting oranges, uh, but I, you know, I'm trying to instill that earlier on because I know the importance of that. So, so thank you for that. I really appreciate your answer. So good. Um, I just wanted to transition a little bit um, as far as HISPA, why should a Hispanic professional uh, enroll as a role model um, with HISPA? Absolutely. So, you know, exactly what you were saying, you know, HISPA has a great focus on middle school. So students six, seven and eighth grade. And the concept here is that at this age, students, the research shows students already have some kind of aspiration. At this age, Kids might not be that afraid of saying, I want to be the president of the United States or I want to be an astronaut. They still have those big dreams and aspirations. 
But by 10th grade, that is gone. So why is that? It's because we are not showing the pathways forward. HISPA is about showing the pathways forward, showing that, yes, okay, you do X, Y, and Z to get to a college, then you do these things to get to a career. But we also are talking about, you know, the soft skills, the social emotional learning skills. We're talking about the perseverance, how hard it was to face an obstacle and how we overcame that obstacle. How many times um, we felt like giving up, but we didn't and why we did it and how that paid off. So if you think about that, we're teaching students things that are hard to teach is about perseverance, self-advocacy. We're teaching this, the, the students about, you know, how to set goals and, and, and get help from people around us to fulfill and, and, and achieve those goals. Um, so, so that's truly a critical piece for the future. We have wonderful teachers that are supporting our students and family members. But when you think about the highly skilled careers, sometimes some of our students don't have access to those careers. And sometimes our teachers don't have access to those careers. So that's what HISPA tries to do is to bring these examples into the classroom so that the students, the teachers are inspired and, and learning about what is possible. I mean, truly when I was in middle school, I had no idea, no one, no one around me knew that with a degree in mathematics, I could be helping engineers at AT&T, right? Nobody knew that around me, but yet we all know that now, right? We know how important, um, you know, math is for these careers. So, so HISPA is all about bringing those stories to support the students in discovering their potential and, you know, really igniting a desire to embrace education and that they understand success will, success will follow. That's a great point, right? The HISPA program has, a, it shows the path, right? And it bridges that gap. Right? And even me, right? In middle school, I, you know, uh, no knock on the New York City uh, education, but no one came in and spoke about careers. I kind of figured it out. But some, not everyone figures it out, right? But if it just makes it so much easier for someone to come in from different angles, different perspectives, and and show the way, right? So great point, great point there. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, how can people get involved? There's so many ways. So of <laughs> course, there is what they call treasure, time, and talent, right? right? So time, you know, wanting to be a role model, wanting to reflect on your story and work with us to build that presentation that you can go and give to the students. Right now, we have three ways of giving those presentations. One, the virtual live, like we're doing today, yeah. um, sessions. Also, we have on-demand programming now where you can record your story and we can you know, give access to the story to many students. And then also, obviously, hopefully soon, going back face-to-face -face in the classroom with the students. Then um talent in addition to sharing your story there's so many ways you can help any nonprofit. uh which is you know maybe you want to become part of their board or maybe you want to be a leader 
uh, mobilizing more individuals. Or maybe you are really good at website development and you want to have something else to put in your resume. Then you can say, Hispa, I would like to volunteer to support website development. And then we can, you know, we always, nonprofits, not only Hispa, need more resources to advance their mission. Uh, because the sky is the limit. When you think about the impact we already have, we have impacted over 20,000 students. You think about how many students are uh, out there that can be impacted. So even though we've done a lot, we can also look at the picture of the half empty glass on all the other students we are not impacting yet. Um, so, you know, that's why resources are so critical because there's so much to be done. I mean, we're trying to literally eradicate a problem in society. And the third is treasure. Obviously, uh, making a donation, all donations are valuable to us. Um, many times your corporations matches your donation. So you might be able to donate $100, but now your company matches has become 200. So um, those are you know, some of the ways but also being a, a champion for our mission, you know, going out and telling your business resource group in your company, we want to partner with HISPA or advocating in your company for, you know, a grant. There is, um, we just had some great news today. Um, there is an organization that they had a kind of, kind of a, a nomination for a nonprofit to receive a grant and HISPA was selected. So just a simple well, gesture like that can go uh, a long way. So yeah, stay tuned for the announcements next week. But uh, truly, a, 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 it is it is truly a labor of love. You know that um, that with your work, uh, you. your leadership, what you do with this uh, uh, podcast, with with your interviews, with your training, with with your voluntarism, with Hispa, yeah. with yeah. Prospanica. Yeah. You know, you know, we know, you fully understand what this is about. You're a great example of what we can all do as individuals um, in society. Thank you so much. And all, all that information can be found in www.hispa.org, correct? Absolutely. Yes. Good, good. Dr. Yvonne, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for being on my show. I, I really appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I'm so honored. And, you know, adelante, si se puede, um, you know. My, 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 my phrase is soñar no cuesta nada. You know, let's allow ourselves to dream. Dream, dreaming costs nothing, right? So Dr. thank Ivana, you so everybody. much. Thank you, take care. Has the pandemic changed the way you prospect today? Do you struggle prospecting for new leads for your business? Do you have challenges and don't have a process when networking at an event either virtually or online? Well, look no further. Borja Consulting Group's Transforming Your Way to Success online course is a solution. In this eight-week intensive course, you will go from networking novice to networking guru. As a bonus, 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 two coaching sessions with Dr. Jairo Borja himself are now included in the course. Don't miss this amazing opportunity to transform your pipeline, increase quality leads, close more deals, and transform your way to success. For more information, please visit our website, www.borjaconsultinggroup.com. That's www.borjaconsultinggroup.com. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Doc B Show with Dr. Yvonne Diaz-Clays from HISPA. 
it was an amazing episode. I was dying to have her on my show. I'm glad to have her. That one was personal. So with that being said, I'm glad we connected. And uh, hey, if you haven't already, um, check us out. If you're struggling to, for leads, you're struggling to understand a process of how to, how to, how to network, hey, I'm here for you. I have the courses available, four-week and eight-week courses available at BorhaConsultantGroup.com, BorhaConsultantGroup.com. Well, Dr. B, out.